0: This is the multitask. I'm John Moore. It's your boy Fadi. What's going on, guys? So, um, a civil case against the other guy, what did it come to, former guy, has now turned into a criminal case. Your boy Donald Trump is, 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 is now uh, fighting, fighting off uh, uh, a criminal case. What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts is hopefully the first of many. <laughs> we, I don't, in a couple of our prediction shows, we kind of mentioned where's the first chink in the armor going to come from, um, the downfall of Trump, and 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 we were all expecting this, especially from the Southern District. We all knew because they were looking at it for a long time. I don't want to be cynical. I don't want to be um, there. I don't know if you saw when this happened. There was a lot of cynicism to say well, he's going to pay a fine and it, like this is not going to lead to jail time necessarily. The way I look at it is kind of like the more and more doors that you could open, the more and more stuff that has to come out on some level. Um, it's not just him, right? Ivanka and Eric and, and all of them are kind of under... It was kind of the whole administration that's under investigation. So um, I'm I'm excited because I know this, this is the first of many, but I just don't know what it's going to lead to, if anything. So I guess there's some cynicism there.
0: Um, you know, uh, one of the things I thought was fascinating... Is they're saying that Weiselberg, his accounting accountant is facing some some charges? Um, I'm wondering if that's kind of a Trojan horse or a ploy? Is it one of those situations where he's probably already going to flip or flipped, but they have to give him charges first before he flips. you know what did they meaning they've probably been talking to him and getting info out of him. And he's probably—I wonder. I mean, do you know—is it one of those things where he's probably known all along that he's about to get charged, and it says, "Okay, now it's—it's—we're close to getting a cooperation agreement, so we're not going to charge." I mean, how, how does that work? Do you have any idea what's how that works? I,
1: I all I know is that I think you have to charge him before you could lower his sentence or give him a deal or something. So I think there has to be something in paperwork, um, which is what happened. Not to bring it to Man Gates, but this is what's kind of going on with Man Gates is we know that these guys are flipping ahead of time, but they're still getting charged with things in, in the future. So maybe you're just on to something there.
0: Yeah, and, and, but he, it's funny. Evidently, by the way, um, we, uh, the other week there was this report that uh, the Palm Beach sheriff was getting ready to figure out if they arrest him and, and extradition. But I think he's now relocated to New Jersey. So, uh I know New Jersey's not gonna protect him. That's a Democratic governor. But uh he's now at his Bedminster estate. And uh that's that's talking about that Trump way or, that... the,
1: or the accountant.
0: Trump, Trump. So Trump I, I thought Trump
1: was still in Mar a Lago.
0: Evidently he has relocated to, to the Bedminster estate. Um I don't know. I I it's they that's that that really helps the New York Attorney General, though they just have to drive across the hudson river and 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 they got him so uh but i it'll be fascinating because there's criminal charges and i do and i'm not sure though someone to your point earlier i'm not sure if criminal charges have to if they can if they just go against the company or do they have to take down individuals how is how, how are criminal charges handled when it's a corporation do do individuals still ultimately go down or is it just like the company becomes dissolved. Um, but what happens when a char- company is facing criminal charges?
1: I, I probably don't know. I would guess that they would have to find individuals who are doing the wrongdoing in some level. But that's what a lot of people were alluding to was th- a lot of this stuff, by the way, for people who don't know, revolves around um, real estate and taxes and stuff like that and uh, the valuing of properties um, maybe over-exaggerating the properties is what they're kind of looking at. So I don't know if this is going to lead to um, just fines for the company or the people involved. Um, to your point about Florida, I know that he, Mar-a-Lago, the, the local officials of Mar-a-Lago made it a point to say you can't live here long-term every day. It's not your residence. It's a, It's a club and you can't be here for more than a certain amount of time and so he was kind of fighting that so i didn't know he was back up in the east coast i thought the whole time he was at mar-a-lago um so it's interesting but we'll see
0: yeah here here's the patch from bridgewater new jersey dated uh uh may 20th former president donald trump has ditched his digs in florida and set up residency at his golf club in bedminster for the summer trump flew up to his golf cor- golf club off lemmington road in bedminster last week where where he will stay through the early fall, a senior member of the former president's team told CNN. So he is now in in, in New Jersey, he's there for the summer. Uh, it's a less hospitable environment. I think the people, you know, he's now in no longer a red state in a blue state. Um, I cannot wait for this man to face charges. I cannot wait. And, I, and And you know, there's two or three different sources right now for charges. I think there's more charges. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the stuff that they're digging in and looking into uh, doesn't uh, impact the Trump Tower in Chicago. I still cannot wait. Uh, you and I both know those. Don't you agree? Within the next five to ten years, those letters will not be on the Trump Tower of Chicago. And if they are coming down, I, I want to be there when they come down.
1: Yeah, we talked about this before. Like, I wish it was like when they brought down the statue in Iraq and we let the citizens just pull down the statues and the letters off the Trump tower. Uh, Um, nobody I know called the Trump tower. Everybody goes by and takes selfies, flicking the middle finger off and stuff like that. So I have to assume that you're right. But can I ask you a question about the whole charges thing? I know there's situation in Georgia and and all these places. Are you hopeful that this is going to stick on some level or are you just you just want to see shit happen. Does that make sense? Or do you think that he will actually spend a day in his life in a courtroom or a jail cell?
0: I kind of, and what's the phrase from the wire, if you're going to come at the king, you better not miss? Yeah. Um I would like to think that if anything, ultimately, if there's charges, they're going to stick. You, 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 you I don't think you charge the man only to lose. I think that since he is a former president there needs to be more more than with you and i there needs to probably be a, a, a preponderance of evidence um, i also think though too if you look at what's going on in new york for, they must have the goods on him because if they were coming at him civilly for them to upgrade to 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 civil i mean to um, criminal he's got to be facing charges in my opinion because you're going to get them civilly. You can do a lot of damage to them civilly. So unless unless I can't imagine and correct me if I'm wrong, I can't imagine that they would even entertain uh, criminal charges in New York unless they're pretty confident that they can, they can prosecute them and convict them because they seem like they've already got a legitimate case on the civil side and they can do some damage. So I mean, I mean what, How do you view that? Did you look at the upgrade it the same way, or how did you look at the upgrade?
1: The problem is, is this is all an open site, right? People were we were saying this stuff in 2014, 2015, 2016, right? Paul Ryan, and if I'm not mistaken, Kevin McCarthy, but for sure Paul Ryan were on tapes in 2014 and 15 saying that Russia is all over Trump and he's a Russian asset. That's not none of this is new, right? We all know where this is going and we all know that the evidence is there. But as we talked about before, sometimes the evidence doesn't mean a guilty charge or anything. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just means, hey, we caught you on Ukraine. We're going to impeach you, but nothing's going to come of it. So I just that's my worry here is that I think all of this stuff is going to come out. And I also think once you start tightening the rails on Ivanka and Eric and Don Jr., those guys aren't built for that stuff, right? I think Donald's old enough now, and, and I don't know if you saw this, but there's some recent health scares where it's like he's older, he's not in the best shape, and sometimes they take a light on those guys or or they give them deals, you know what I mean? I don't know. There's probably a lot of people that Trump can flip on, obviously, now with his clearances that he has. But Ivanka, Eric, Don Jr., those guys are not built for that that world. So I guess what I'm saying is, I believe that this will all come crashing down. I just don't know what that looks like. Does that just look like public humiliation and you're not accepted anymore? Or, or is that mean people behind bars? Because I believe they're full-fledged. They're all criminals, in my opinion. You know The evidence is there.
0: Well, Matt, don't forget, Manafort was in really bad health, right? Uh, and they still sent him away. Um, but I, I will say, and, and I, I know it wouldn't sound like a broken record, but I don't think they upgrade him to criminal charge to potential even... I don't even think they even make the announcement that the, that the, that the, that the, it's now a criminal investigation unless they know that there's going to be criminal charges. And I also don't think that they go so far as making criminal charges if they don't think that there's going to be a pretty damn near close to a conviction. Don't forget, part of the problem that Trump has, and I think this was either with Roger Stone or Manafort, I think this is what... And you may have heard this phrase... I think it's what they call a paper case, right? Where you really don't need much testimony. There is a there is a paper trail. And a paper trail, literally, if you file your taxes and you say, I'm worth X amount of dollars to keep your taxes low, and then you turn around and you apply for a loan, and you say, I'm worth X amount of dollars to increase your chances of getting that loan, um, that's a crime, right? You don't need to say yeah. that. Pookie or Ray Ray told me to do it. That's a crime, <laughs> and, yeah. and and so I think that in, in as I said, I don't think that Letitia James and Cy Vance upgrade to criminal if they don't have a legitimate case that they think they can win. That's just that's just why my... do you think they
1: why do they legally have to say it's now criminal or why do you think they came out and announced it?
0: I don't. I really now. I don't know if that is the case. I don't know if you have to, but I can't imagine if they would have to because if you or I are being investigated for something, they don't have to yeah. tell us that we're being investigated. Right, right. Again, I'm telling that. That's what tells me, unless there's a need for disclosure. If that's just a disclosure that they made, that means that he's done. His goose is cooked. Um, uh, in in many ways. Uh, I I just. You know, but let's talk about this. The other piece, though, two of the bigger stars or three of the bigger stars in the Republican Party are obviously the former guy, um, and Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think we talked about this last week. What happens to that optimism of the Republican Party if two of those people, Trump and Gates, you know, are 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 Involved, I don't know if they'd be convicted by the midterms, but they, but they definitely would be in the in the system by that time. Does that have a negative impact on on the twenty twenty two election?
1: No, no, I'll I'll revert back to what I kind of said last week was, I think it helps their base because they need something for them to rally behind. We I talked about it last week, but they're trying so hard to get something to stick on Biden, whether it's the border crisis, fake. This fake that now they're running with the whole Middle East and he ruined the Middle East and all that stuff. So uh, my guess is that they'll use it to say Matt Gates is probably fundraising off it right now. So is Trump in a big way. So I mean, if they're in jail, obviously it helps. But I I also think that the Republicans don't don't the Republican base doesn't care about that stuff as much as we do. Like I would have a hard time voting if Matt Gates was a Democrat. I would have a hard time voting for him because of what he's alleged of doing it so far, but we see that with the Republican base said that that's not necessarily a, 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 make or break for them. So that's why I don't think it affects them. If legally they're still free and there's nothing sticking yet. I do wonder if it'll come before the midterms. I also don't think that the Southern district has been, this isn't recent with them, right? They've been looking at him for a while now. So I don't know, maybe they're just waiting for the right shoe to drop or the right people to flip as we know, and and maybe they'll come soon, but I also don't want it to be like three years, you know what I mean, so we'll see.
0: Right, it was, um, (laughs) I saw the video last night, Uh, Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene took their road show to the Arizona, and it was the most pitiful grouping, it was Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Andy Biggs, and Paul Gosar, Uh, all people who are far right whack jobs, and, I'm not sure if you saw the video, but Gates just looked pitiful. He looks—he looks like he's lost a ton of weight. He looks like he looks—it's probably stress, not eating, right? Uh, yeah. He had—he had had his hair, but this is—that's the face of the Republican Party, and Democrats. Here's the thing: Democrats throughout the country in every state need to go ahead and pound them, pound them, pound them, pound them, but. As with the election of Trump, as with the 73 million people who voted for Trump, we also have to have a wake-up call. And not that we definitely, I don't think we need to be kowtowing to the 73 million or those who will vote in Republican primaries, but that should tell you at least what our country's up against. The fact that you have people who, if Gates goes ahead and gets arrested with these charges, which I would believe will be easy to prove, and how can they, how, if the Republican Party still supports him, if they don't force him out of Congress immediately, that just tells you that we're dealing with so many people, not just the people in Washington, who have no values, no moral compass, no, I mean, it, it, it's, it speaks very poorly. And And just the fact that if you look at how screwed up the Republican Party is right now, the fact that okay, we know that the the trend is in a midterm election the presidential the president's party loses seats on Capitol Hill, but if that the, if that trend continues, I don't care if it's a trend. It speaks poorly to where the values of the people in this country are.
1: And I'll, I'll take it a step further. It it speaks poorly on the values of those people who are voting for those people, but it also speaks. Badly on the other side. And here's why is because we outnumber them. Statistically speaking, we're probably smarter than them because we believe in the science and everything of just general right stuff. And yet they still continue to beat us. Now the, the caveat here of, of the voter restrictions and the racism that's happening amongst, amongst these bills. So I give the caveat there that they're trying to stop us from voting as much as possible. But, um, we have to show up. I think if we just show up, we'll never lose another midterm or general election for a long time. Right now, because we refuse to show up consistently, the Republican Party feels like they could just siphon off enough of us to continue to win elections. But if we all show up and if we all persist- participate, no matter what they, they pass, we're still going to have the voter turnout that we need to win elections. That's what I'm hoping for in 2022, and, and that's what I want to shift. I don't think we have to pound them, pound them, pound them. I think we have to start beating our chest a little bit more. I wish Obama came out on a victory tour and said, I just passed the first health care bill in the history of this country. You know, I wish he did that more. And I learned this from the West Wing, believe it or not. I know I talk about the West Wing a lot, but there was a point where uh, President Bartlett talks about passing a significant bill that he can't take credit for. And he says, we're going to pass this and nobody's going to know and we can't at our trust about it. And I feel like that's changed, right? Republicans talk about tax cuts and boom, 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 and opening the country and all this stuff. Democrats are the ones passing serious legislation here. Democrats are the ones who are actually governing. Democrats are the ones who are progressing this country. You're right. It's a shrinking base on the right. It's going to continue to shrink no matter what. No matter what they say, it's going to continue to shrink. But well, we ha- we're the ones actually doing stuff, and we have to start boldly saying that. I think Biden's doing a decent job of that, saying the checks, infrastructure, this, 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 um, and I think that's gonna help us in two thousand and twenty-two. We just have to show up.
0: Yeah, it's um, you know, you talked a little bit about some of those voting laws. It's it's scary, you know, what they're doing in places like Texas and and Arizona. They're trying to do some stuff in Georgia. I, you know, they're still talking about Michigan, but, and, 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 you know, Troy Reed does a very good job of scaring the living bejesus out of me about the reality of this. And I think we talked about this last week is I'm less concerned with us having the ability to win as it relates to reaching the voters. I'm more concerned about the cheating, if that makes sense, Right. I'm I'm not I, I feel that we're well positioned to maintain and increase uh, in, in in on Capitol Hill in the midterm but what I'm not necessarily confident in is that it'll be a fair election if it's a fair election I think we win but the question is is it a fair election will it be a fair election and I think that's that's the, that's what we really have to do I mean I don't think it's i, I I was earlier thinking earlier today about how a slogan for the Democrats in twenty twenty two is "Democracy's on the ballot." It literally is. It literally is. If you have a Republican House and and Senate in twenty four, and the Democrats win, there's a very good chance that the Democratic president will not will not win will not get sworn in. So I think that right now, and I I, I don't know. How do we, do you think that's an insider's argument? Do you think that's an argument that we can take? You know, the same way. You know, let's. You know, we talk about the kitchen table issues. Your 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 insurance, your taxes, stuff like that. Will could democracy being on the ballot be a kitchen table issue?
1: It's a good question. Um... I don't think it is yet. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I'm just measuring it by the people who um, I talk to kind of on a daily basis. They're not necessarily um, low information voters. But again, right, I talk about this a lot. Trump made it so you had to pay attention every single day for five years. And there's people who just tagged out for a little bit. They said, I voted for Biden. We went to Georgia. We did that. They just wanted to step back and kind of let just just relax for a little bit. And I I'm worried about that more so than um the cheating. I'm just worried about we're being relaxed because we did everything we can. A lot of people don't understand the midterms. A lot of people don't understand how important they are to the, the the every four year election, right? As far as your point with the states, for people who don't know, Arizona's trying to pass a bill that says no matter who the voters vote for, we're going to decide who the president won our state. The reason that's significant is because if Biden wins in 2024, they could just say, no, he didn't. And so if you're seeing that in Arizona and you see it in Georgia, Texas, Michigan, we could still win the country without those states. But what does it lead to? What like What other states decide to go out and do that? So that's why I was actually thinking this week, John, I'm kind of over everything, infrastructure bill, anything that Biden wants to do, $15 minimum wage, DC as a state. I think it's all very important. I also think that the most important thing you could do is pass uh, some laws that help fight this. You have to get an, you have to get everybody the right to vote once they turn 18, automatic registration, uh, ballot votes to your mail. Box every single midterm, every single election. I think that's going to be more important. We have to start fighting what they're doing, and I feel like we're just not yet.
0: You know, one of the questions, and obviously, I organize in Illinois, and we're a good state for voting. Um, but if you were an activist, say on the ground in Arizona or in Georgia, um, is your energy in overturning those bogus laws? or is your energy in working with the grassroots and training people so that they can neutralize those laws, right? Knowing that they're going to make it harder to vote. So if, if I'm an activist, if I'm a voting activist in one of those states, when I'm waking up on Monday, is am, how much time am I devoted to trying to overturn what happened and how much time am I devoting to these rules suck, but these are the rules, so I'm going to do what I can to prepare the voters, the, the, the people that I have to turn out on the polls and to get them to the polls. Where do you think that energy is if you're if you're activist in one of those states with the, the bad voting laws at this point?
1: If it was me, I would say to get as many people to vote as possible. So the latter. If you were probably asking someone like Stacey Abrams, she'll probably tell you they're equally important. I think, like you mentioned last week, right, if you could get some of these bills caught up in litigation, at least for this first midterm, to the point where you could have some W's before they come into effect. We also know that the that Abrams is eyeing the governorship of Georgia. Like, some of this is, let's get some Democrats. Let's get some Democrats in here and we can stop this too, right? Arizona went blue. Georgia was blue for the first time in a long time. So, Abrams was really robbed the first time. We all know that now. She should have been this gov- the governor the whole time, right? So part of, I think that's why my default answer is to say, whatever they're doing, we have to just overcome it and just get some people in there who are going to then go up, go ahead and reverse the rule. So my, my ladder would be the, my first choice.
0: I, here, here's something I want you, Here's a question to consider. So let's just say... Let's just say... Stacey Abrams wins and they get a Democratic legislature. In that lame duck session between the time that Stacey Abrams wins and the Democrats take over the legislature, will the Republicans try to undo all that stuff? <laughs> because be basically handing that over to Stacey Abrams. And if you're Stacey Abrams, be like, mm, I like this. Well, I, mean, I, I really don't think Stacey would say I like it, but. What happens? So so what happens in that lame duck between the time that Stacey wins and the Democrats take over control of the Georgia legislature and the time they get torn in? Is every status quo we're just going to get, we're going to give them the system that we rigged for the incumbents, or do you think that they're going to start revising it and, and correcting it?
1: I think they would secede and then act like <laughs> Stacey was number one. And then I think they would act like Stacey Abrams never won. And they just secede from this country that start their own country. I really do believe I'm that cynical at this point. Um, I, I do think that they're going to try as much as possible from now on that any Democrat who wins any election, it was rigged and stolen. And and so they're going to run with that narrative for sure.
0: It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, there were, there were two, there were uh, two big votes in DC this week, uh, the first was the um, Asian-American Hate Crimes Act. Was it was it really Asian? Did it single out Asian-American community, or was it just an overall hate crimes act that was kind I of... I thought written, it singled
1: uh, out the Asian community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, of course, uh, I think there were 35... Uh, how many Republicans voted against it? There, there were 35 Republicans that voted for the commission, sure. but how many Republicans voted voted against the, it? Was, I'm not sure what the number was. I think everybody was, else... <laughs> Yeah, but what's fascinating is even in Illinois, um, we knew Mary Miller was going to vote against it. I was really surprised when a guy by the name of Mike Boss. You should, if you don't know him, you should say, him, especially his work in the Illinois Legislature. He actually voted for it. I was pleasantly surprised. So there was actually only one Illinois Democrat, I mean, one Illinois Republican, who voted against the Asian crimes, Asian hate crimes bill. Then we also had the, um, the the vote for the commission. Uh, Thirty-five Republicans for for the for the um, uh, January sixth uh, commission. Uh, Thirty-five Republicans voted for it, including two from Illinois. Uh, was that number higher or lower than you expected as Republicans supporting that uh, commission bill?
1: It was higher than I expected.
0: What did What did you think it was going to come in at? I thought
1: it was going to be like King's That's it. Look, I think that um, now that you brought it up, we'll talk about it. Like. We remember this last week. I said they're trying to make the January sixth insurrection look like a It was like a family movie night at the Capitol. We saw that with the one gentleman who was barricading the door, then went on to say it was just a bunch of tourists and visitors. Which, by the way, the Capitol was closed for visitors, so they were still trespassing even if that was the case. Um, there, there is this. Is so many layers, John. First, they're trying to distanced himself away from it because they were part of the insurrection and and getting these people to go. We saw that one lawyer who uh, was defending one of the insurrectionists and saying, when Trump said, I'm going to walk down to the Capitol, what did you mean? What else did you think was going to happen? So part of of the defense is saying, you guys told us to do this. And so I think think Republicans are trying to back away from that. I also think that it's bad politically, right? They see how much January 6th affects us. And so they're trying to downplay it as much as possible. They're trying to change the narrative because they know they were all guilty. And so if they just change the narrative, then we won't call them out on it. But again, I'll say this before I let you talk. This is so predictable that I'm not even surprised. But it's it's up to us to just continue to to be vigilant against that BS, because that's exactly what it is. Kevin McCarthy, every time he talks, should be heckled for what he's saying. So it's up to us.
0: Well, You know what's funny is um, where there, it, it, we're told in that particular case that it's Trump calling, pulling the strings, because even McConnell's now yeah. tracked on it. But do you realize, at least in the House side? And I think maybe on the Senate, the Senate might be a little bit tougher because we're close to margin. Um, if... Um, they don't pass this commission. Pelosi can actually go ahead and just create her own uh, committee, you know, special special committee or what have you. And trust me, I don't think that the um, I felt that I felt that the compromise that they came with the bill that they had compromised on between the it was in Homeland Security between Benny Thompson and the Republican from New York that he cut of deal with. Um, who, dude? He feels like he was thrown under the bus, right? He yeah. cut a deal, and the deal he cut was at the direction of of McCarthy. I said all to say is, by the third week of this, whatever committee the Democrats end up creating, they're gonna wish that they went ahead and agreed. And I do think that they have the ability. I think this committee would have the ability to subpoena Kevin McCarthy. And he, <laughs> dude. I bet you this group will probably have an easier time getting McCarthy in front of them than that special commission would be. I don't, I don't understand. I, I think they obviously they know that they screwed up with Benghazi. I guess they're going to try to make it into a Democrats Benghazi, but yeah, I think that January six hits home and hits American people a lot differently than Benghazi ever did.
1: I don't think the general public even knows what happened in Benghazi. I really don't. Um, here's the thing. I don't know what happened in Benghazi myself. I get it. I know what happened. Four Americans died and they were underprepared, but it, they weren't really underprepared. And it's just a lot of gray area, right? But they have 33 hearings over like 10 years. They tried to get Hillary to buckle every single time. And, and she just kept telling the truth. And she was just like, there's that meme of her just kind of like sitting there. Cause she was just like, "What are you guys doing, right?" And so I think the Republicans don't want to go through that. And everything, everything that the Democrats do is always going to get painted. If you notice how Marjorie—I call her Margie now, by the way—Margie <laughs> Ober, if you notice how these guys talk now, they always say the radical left-wing agenda, and it's like $15 minimum wage it's radical left-wing agenda. Like they—they they always have to paint with certain adjectives because they're always trying to, they're always doing their work, right? I always say that the Republicans are much better at that than we are. And part of it is because the Benghazi hearings, part of it is because when people look at Hillary on, or testifying in front of Congress for 33 times or whatever it was, it sticks in people's minds. So I think we have to kind of reverse that and kind of keep doing this, right? Why did Trump call you while you were being attacked? Because, why did you say this is your fault? And then you later said it wasn't your fault. And so I think if we just continue to do that, um, it's going to help. I I don't just don't know if it's going to get voters, but I just also know if you just continue to stay in the ether of, of the American media, then it's always just going to be good.
0: It's, it's going to be fascinating. It'll be interesting to see what the timeline is. You know, what's funny. We, we, before we went on, we talked about how it would be a boring summer. no, if that, if that committee is yeah. stood up, it's not going to be a boring summer whatsoever. No. No. Um, but it, but, it, but that brings off another thing, and, and Rachel Maddow talked about it the other night, is not only uh, are they not playing ball on the January 6th commission, but they're also not playing ball with Biden and the Democrats on the infrastructure. And, 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 Evidently, uh, Schumer and Sanders have actually sent their staffs to meet with the parliamentarian and to see what they can do via reconciliation. So it's going to happen again, where okay, you get to be a piece at the table on on infrastructure. The Democrats are going to pass it whether you're with them or not. And if you're not going to be with them, it's. I, don't, I think the bill that they pass without you is 10 times worse than the bill they would pass with you, right? Especially when you look at some of the concessions that Biden has been making, right? Yeah. Biden's been making some some concessions that you and I definitely don't like, and that, that probably is too much. But he's not going to have to make those concessions. And what will happen is we'll get this infrastructure bill. I heard... Someone on the news uh, talk about the timeline. Talk about probably around Labor Day is when it would finally, if all if everything's done procedurally with a uh, uh, reconciliation, probably be done by Labor Day. But the funny thing about that is, you and I both know the minute that there's fifty million here, three million there, if those end up in Republican yeah. districts, they're going to be trying to claim it. But I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on on the fact that Biden is trying to deal with them, is trying to work with them? And they're basically telling them to pound sand, and in essence, they're screwing themselves,
1: yeah, but I mean, again, they're not interested in governing, they're just interested in power, so they're they're never going to work with us in, if on anything, on anything if if remember this this is the party who claims about nine eleven but refused to give first responders for 9 eleven any sort of health care or anything like that, right? This is who we're dealing with they're They're only interested in one thing. The criticism I see a lot is why are we continuing to try? But I think you made a good point, right? It's like, if you try, then you could just go around and tell your voters, we tried, so we just did it anyways because they're not playing a ball at all. I think that's part of the the marketing, or not marketing, but part of the strategy here by Biden to say, all right, you know, you guys listened to us. You came to the Oval and you guys renegotiated. Our 2.3 trillion bill, I cut it down to 1.7. I'm willing to go to like 1.5. Let's get it done. The Republicans are like, uh, okay, I, we're not used to this kind of bipartisanship, so we're just gonna we're just gonna leave. And so Biden's like, all right, <clears throat> I'm just gonna pass my 2.5 trillion bill anyways. This is what's gonna happen across the whole board, right? You talked about the commission. For anybody who doesn't know, the Republicans made three demands, basically. We don't want this to go in 2022, so it has to end uh, at this year. We want equal amount of Republicans and Democrats on the commission, and we want the equal amount of subpoena power. They went to the Democrats and said, these are demands. Unless you guys meet them, we're not going to do anything. Democrats said, okay, cool. And then they were like, oh, <laughs> to everybody backed out. They're like, no, 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 Democrats, this is a left-wing radical witch hunts for President Trump. They just want payback. So part of it is a strategy of saying, we'll work with you and then once you back out we'll do whatever we want. Anyways, I just urge John, I urge Democrats on both sides of the Senate and, and the House and Biden. I urge them to be as aggressive as possible these first two years because you might not have it after that. So I just I just really urge the Joe mansions in the cinemas to be just, just to get off their high horse a little bit. Cause you might not be in that seat come 2022 or
0: 2024. Well, here's a funny thing. And um, I don't know what's appropriate. What's not appropriate from the standpoint of there is a difference between our parties and we handle things differently, but do you realize as bleak as some of the predictions are for Democrats going into 22 and some of the realities I wish, and this is where maybe, maybe, maybe I can uh uh, fi- have finally have a even a metaphorical beer with the Lincoln Project guys. Republic, if the Republicans or at least some of the Republican strategists had the exact same chess pieces we had now, they would turn that into a victory. You and I both know that. If 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 they had that slim majority in the House, that's that 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 tie in the Senate with the tie breaking going to the White House, and um they had um the insurrection but they but the insurrection was led by democrats and the former president uh you know being a liability if they had the exact same tools uh, assets or situation that we had right now i have to, i think the republican uh not the current republicans but you know the the lincoln project type republicans i think they blow this thing out of water i don't know i just and, but you know who could blow it out of water? But he, but the the lefties don't like him. I think Carville knows what to do. Carv, if if, if people would just say, I I'm a big Carville fan, and I think Carville, if, if you know, I know we got younger, smarter guys out there, but there's some stuff that the older guys still do. I mean, you you've seen you've seen old athletes, right? They they're a little bit slower, a little bit heavier, but you know, when it comes to things that rely on skills and fundamentals and 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 a mind game, uh, I'll take an old guy who is slower. Than 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 a young guy who is quick at everything, right? That's how I feel about Carvel at this point. I think Carvel would, would would protect us in this situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I also think like what Tim Ryan did on, on on the floor the other day, was very powerful just to say, "What are we actually doing here?" Right? And and just to be that kind of point blank. But <clears throat> the reason I'm being cynical, John, is one reason is I just think again, I don't think this exists anymore of trying to swing voters your way anymore. I just think it's a it's a game about getting your guys out. So, I don't think anybody in their right mind, the 75 million people who voted for Trump, would vote for Biden in 2024. I, I just don't see it. So, instead of trying to focus on them, let's pass the voter right laws. Let's get our guys to the polls and let's, let's vote. So, I'd just rather stick to that, if that makes sense. So, Forget the strategy. Let's just pass bills and let's govern. Let's do it. Let's do what we do best, you know.
0: Um, One of the, you know, we talk about Senate Republicans all the time. Um, One of the things that happened this past week, um, and I can't believe how viscerally angry, uh, maybe even violent, I was reacting to it, was what did you think if you saw it? Ted Cruz sending out the tweet in which he literally celebrated the Russian army and uh, basically dissed uh, our troops because we did a commercial featuring a female uh, member of the army who has two mothers. Uh, Did you follow this controversy? And if you did, what were your thoughts?
1: I I followed it, and then I was waiting for the part of this john is is what i call bait i think ted cruz does this on purpose to kind of stay in the ether right um so i was waiting for the the backlash and then his response to the backlash did you happen to see his response
0: yeah which i thought was weak
1: yeah he basically called uh, our army pansies literally in a tweet um again their whole argument is weak if you think that the russian army is stronger than ours it happened under your watch, right? Trump was the president the last four years. Biden just got in three months ago. Um, so don't give me that BS because it is just BS. But again, I just think this is performative. I don't think it's of, of substance. He needs to c- control the narrative. He needs to go and tell his voters, our army is a bunch of pansies because of Democrats, right? When the fact that Trump, Trump was the last, which by the way, Trump is the one who called dead soldiers losers right he called McCain a loser and a, 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 I don't like the people who get captured right but that's why I think it's all BS is because they know the truth and they know that Biden whose son was in the army and who who's an army dad like they know the difference but again further base they eat the su- I look at it like you want to know what this is to me John this is like when you go away for the house and you leave your dog extra bowl of food because you know you're not going to be back for a little bit that's what this is to me is like ted cruz is feeding his base because i know it sounds stupid and weird and and it's not this argument isn't of substances because i just think they've they need this stuff to because they have nothing else It's, uh, it's just simple as that they have nothing else and we all know they're they're they have ties to russia from from ted cruz to trump to gates to Who's the Who's the guy from Wisconsin? Um, who's turning Ron out to Johnson. be the worst one? Ron Johnson. Yeah, he's just. Ron. A, he's just. Well, the
0: here's, here's and, and and this is you know I hate to do but what about what about, but I will ask you this, let's just say, instead of instead of Ted Cruz sending out that tweet, it was AOC sending out that tweet. What would ha- What would happen to AOC right now? Where would she be? What would happen to her reputation? Would she even still be allowed to remain a member of Congress if she sent out that tweet? I mean, what, what do you think?
1: I think Kevin McCarthy would censure her, and then I think he would ask her to resign and then ask her to uh, yeah testify on, on, on a hearing. I, I really do believe that, because he told, remember, he tried to get Maxine Waters to get censured and all that stuff, so... That's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna wait for us to slip up and, and continue to do this performative bullshit.
0: That, but and go back to grade school. Go back to high school. Go back to junior high. That's Russian propaganda, for an yeah. uh, for a sitting member of Congress in the Senate to 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 signal boost Russian propaganda, and not just signal boost it, but then signal boost it in an, in an effort to basically this. And talk down and embarrass the U.S. military, uh, you know. Castro, I mean, uh, uh, Cruz is technically Hispanic, but had a black man or a non-Cuban Hispanic done that, their black and brown asses would not be in Congress right now, and and they would have to yeah. have body. Look, I don't want any harm to come to Cruz, but the reality is, is that I told you I was visceral and I was angry, and almost violent because I am, in a, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember how they used to treat people who were... That was disloyalty to our troops that was yeah. um, basically lifting up and signal-boosting a very ugly, you know, bad military. These are our adversaries. Could you just imagine what would happen to Obama if he... You know, Senator Obama. Can you imagine what would happen to Senator Harris? Um, I, I, There's not enough outrage. I mean, there needs to be some ramifications, and he, there's got to be a price that Ted Cruz pays. He can't just sit there and 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 there's got to be action taken against him. I mean, it's, it's when I say I'm angry, I, you see how animated I'm getting. It's a Saturday night, and I'm ready. I'm ready to throw hands. But it just it's so frustrating that this man did this. This piece of shit, and you don't have to edit that out. This piece of shit went ahead and 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 and, and tweeted that. You know that you know that I am very close to a member of Congress. I can only imagine what would happen if she had done something like this. Mm-hmm. I am, I am, I am livid. I'm beyond furious, and I and I think that there needs to be some major ramifications for what this man, uh, for what this man did, and it and and they yeah. should not be light.
1: I I share your 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 disdain, and and I share your lividness, but. The reason I'm laughing is because this is all that they're, this is their party, John. This is, this is all that's left is this. Look, they said Obama was weak on Russia. They said Hillary would be weak on Russia. Meanwhile, the whole time they knew that they were all Russian assets on some level. Right. And so they know this, but they can't publicly. They're not going to say it. They're just going to continue to do this stuff for their conspiracy base. So it's not that I don't share your liveness. It's just that (laughs) I see this for what it is. It's, it's Teddy Cruz feeding the fishes.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, something needs to happen to him. He needs to go through some things. Um, uh, you know, since I've already started swearing, uh, I think uh, forever President Obama, uh, uh, the, the the quote attributed to this week where, um, I got to get the aloof quote. Let me look it up. But I read it to you earlier. But uh, President Obama had some salty language. First of all, Talk, to, talk a little bit about what he had actually said about Trump before I pull up this quote. What, what, what were some of the things to, he said I
1: about actually, Trump? I actually want you to read the whole quote because I don't want to misquote it. So for anybody who – I'll set it up for you by the time you get it. So for anybody who doesn't know, there's somebody, I think, from the media who's writing a book who had access along the way to President Obama. And he talks about um, the things that President Obama had said about Trump and about certain media members who were – Necessarily, I think they called them aloof, and Obama had an interesting response for it. And he also called Trump. Uh, he had a couple letters, words for for Trump, if you will. And I think uh, I want I want John to kind of give you the full picture of exactly what he said. Well, the
0: first thing before I get to tr- the Obama and the media, and I will, I I will, I will, because I don't want to. You know, there's some, some words I won't say, but um, right. Uh, the the book and a book is written by um a guy at the Atlantic Edward Isaac Dover or, I'm not sure how you pronounce that last name it's D O V E R E but um uh one of the things that uh that 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 Obama said is according to a new book Obama called Trump a madman a racist sexist pig and an effing lunatic and a corrupt mfer um but uh which are all apt but my favorite though was um the reporters who called him aloof. Evidently, he was talking to a presidential candidate for twenty twenty, and the quote came up about Obama being aloof. Uh, aloof, and a lot of members of the press thinking that. And Obama's response was, 1st I'm aloof. Be- I'm aloof with you because I don't want to talk to you. Um, I just think that you know we need more truth and honesty like that. Um, don't forget that a lot of the things that were said against Obama, in for many of us, they had racial subplots and subtones, but." You know, hey, more power to uh our boy from Chicago, our homeboy from Chicago. Uh what did you think of Obama's words this or not words this week, but words that be are uh, reporting this are uh, being reported this week.
1: Yeah. Um you know when 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 he's what did he what did what did he say about Trump again?
0: Well it was a m- number of things. He called him yeah. a madman. He called him racist sexist a racist sexist pig, an effing lunatic, and a corrupt MFR.
1: Yeah, so I'm just I'm just I'm just getting the notification on my phone. I have breaking news. Also, water is wet, and pork is a pig is a pork, right? So, um, this is just we all know this. Trump is a madman. man. Trump is a racist, sexist pig, and he's a corrupt mf. We know that to be fact along the whole way. So I'm just proud. I really want to see like the Last dance version of Obama. Like, I want to see a 10 part series where he's just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happened here was this, and Craggy is a jackass, and all this other stuff, right? I want to see. You know what's interesting? Can I just bring this to a different level? <laughs> Obama is not Bush or Carter or Clinton, where they're older, and it's like they can't beat Obama's younger than Trump and Biden. Like right. Obama is younger than the current president, still, right? right? right. So, right. I it's he's I still want I want these on record because I want it to go down because Obama is if not is, is one of the smartest presidents we've ever had, and he knows stuff that I want to know too. So I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I I could just see that. The, my my favorite would be in 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 typical last ass fashion is. The line where Obama says, and that's when I took, and and I took that personal, yeah, I, I took that because because yeah. all the things, but um, I could see it. So uh, we, we are coming close to time. So for now, this is John signing off.
1: This is Fadi signing off. Thanks for joining us, guys. Oh. So next-